Good morning, good morning everyone. Namaste. Good morning, so wonderful to see you. I see some neighbors coming in. Thank you, good to see you. Good morning, good morning. Hi. Hey y'all. So glad that you decided to come here today. My name is Gina Caputo and uh, I'm stoked to be doing this Wanderlust Takeover. So each morning, uh, since our whole world changed, I've been offering something that I'm calling It's a Workable Day in the Neighborhood on my Instagram, which is Yogini on the Loose. And I'm excited to bring this to Wanderlust Fest today and all of you fine folks out there in the world. So the Workable Day in the Neighborhood <clears throat> started, I started to call it that, because I felt like uh, it, it was the most appropriate. I wasn't saying, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood while we're suffering with coronavirus and all of the implications of that. And I wasn't saying, it's a shitty day in the neighborhood because of coronavirus and we're suffering with all the implications of that. But I thought workable made a lot of sense. There's a lot of truth in it. It's neither bypassing reality nor depressing. So workable day in the neighborhood today on Wanderlust. <laughs> um, so the reason I like the word um, workable, besides the fact that it felt very honest, is also that it's a, it, it suggests a recognition that this is challenging and I've got this, right? This is hard. This is, uh, maybe you label it unpleasant. This is not what I've chosen. But by saying it's a workable day, you're also acknowledging the tools and resources that you have to rise to this particular challenge. And I feel those of us that are practitioners of yoga and meditation, that acknowledgement is really an acknowledgement of our lineage, of our tools, of the hours and hours and days and days and years and years we've been investing in this practice. So it's a workable day in the neighborhood, y'all. I think that it's important to also recognize that the only way that we're going to make it uh, past this is directly through it. And so the workable day in the neighborhood was a way for you to not feel isolated in your feelings and your processing of this day-to-day -day whirlwind that we're all experiencing, this day-to-day -day roller coaster that we're all riding. I think it's really helpful also to remember that in some traditions, let's say Vipassana meditation, and other traditions, there is often a voluntary, a voluntary retreat from what we would call normalcy, or a voluntary stripping away of the things that bring us, you know, comfort, right? So when we go into retreat, uh, we can't bring along any of our creature comforts uh, that quote, make us feel good. And so what we're left with when we strip all these things away is really the fabric of our minds. And what comes to light are our attachments, our aversions, uh, how intentional we are, um, how in alignment we are with our highest aims, 
Um, and so although this is hard and I would never suggest that that process right there is easy, we do have an opportunity to see this time through that lens. It wasn't voluntary, but we have had many of the same things stripped away our ability to easily connect, to practice together, to hug, you know, to, to communicate in the ways that we have before, we have had all those things stripped away. Like I said, it wasn't voluntary, but could we not still take the same refuge and explore the things that cause our suffering, our attachments, our aversions, a lack of intention? You know what, I like to think of it as like, um, the, too much autopilot. You know, this shakeup is asking us to take a look at our autopilotness. Is that a thing? We'll make it a thing. So again, I really think that this like interruption of our regularly scheduled programming is an opportunity uh, for us to observe how our practices have been serving us and to what degree they've been serving us. You know, um, one way to look at it is that this is like this huge and unpleasant, painful, perhaps, universal push towards the deeper dimensions of our practice. You know, um, maybe you didn't want that. Maybe you didn't ask for that. But, but it could be an opportunity to explore, you know, how much our practice is an outlet for us versus an inlet for us. An inlet so that our practices are the tools and resources that are gonna help us make it through this together, together. So I came up with a little practice this morning that I wanted to share with all of you. Um, have you all heard of the um it's a coping technique for anxiety it's pretty popular so i assume many of you have heard of it but it's a coping technique for anxiety that is um you it uses your five senses so when you're in a moment of stress anxiety panic or duress you use your five senses so you look for five things you can see four things you can touch three things you can hear, two things that you can smell, and then one thing, uh, no, it's one thing that you can see, hear, smell. Oh, one thing you can taste is the last one. One thing you can taste. So five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. So that's a coping technique. And what I um, intend to do here is kind of, yogify that by using some of our practices from within our tradition of yoga. Um, and so, uh, shall we do it? Let's, let, I'll walk you through it and then we'll do it all together. And then this will culminate in a sit in which we try. All right, I, I went away for a minute. I, I hope that you're all still here. Um, not sure what happened, but shall we do this practice? Just in case the whole world is online right now. So go ahead and stand up wherever you are. You're not going to need a lot of space. This was also meant to be uh, for those of us working in, in tight quarters. 
So remember what I was saying before I got interrupted there. Five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, one thing you can taste. Here's our version of it. We'll do five movements and we'll do that five times. The five movements are the pancha vayus. Pancha means five in Sanskrit and the vayus are the winds, right? The winds of energy, the way energy moves. So we'll do the five movements of energy. And I particularly love this because I don't believe that you're just a brain, you're just a thinking being, that you're also a physical being. And so this, I think, is a great one for discharging the, the energy that is accumulating uh, and not no longer flowing freely um, in a way that supports impermanence, change, right? We get stuck is what I'm trying to say. So we'll do five movements that are the movements of prana. Then we'll do four special breaths. <laughs> then we'll do three things that we're grateful for. Then we'll do two things that we've learned and one thing that we love. So here's how the movement, let's start at five. Here's how the movement looks. So go ahead and step with your feet a little wider than your hips, so you have a strong and steady base. A little bend in your knees so you feel buoyant, right? Strong and also buoyant. Really helpful out in the world today, am I right? All right, so the first movement, this isn't the official, this is like our rough draft. The first movement is pranavayu. So we'll sweep arms forward and up as if you were drawing prana into your being. The second movement is a panavayu. We push down, squat down. The third movement is udana. We push up. The fourth movement is viyana and expand out. And the fifth movement is samana and we come in in Anjali Mudra. So again, inhale, we sweep forward and up. Exhale, push down. Inhale, push up. Exhale, expand out. Then inhale, hands to Anjali. Exhale, pause. Shall we do it? All right. So wide stance, bend your knees, hips back. Take a moment, left hand on your heart, right hand on top of it. And just come into the present. Feel your heart beating beneath your hands, a sure sign of life and vitality. And then release your hands. Inhale, sweep your arms forward and up. Exhale, push energy down. Inhale, push, rise up. Exhale, expand, open. Inhale, hands come together at your heart. Exhale, pause. Bend your knees, inhale, sweep up, draw prana in. Exhale, root down. Inhale, root down, now to rise up. Exhale, expand. Inhale, gather to your heart. Exhale, pause. 
Again, inhale. Inhale, push up. Exhale, cascade out. Inhale, draw towards you. Exhale. Again, bend your knees, inhale. Root down. Push up, inhale. Open out, exhale. Inhale with tenderness towards your heart. One more round, bend your knees, inhale. Inhale, push up. Exhale, open out. Inhale, gather to your heart. Exhale. Four breaths. Place your left hand on your heart, right hand on your abdomen. We're going to do a samavritti pranayama, samavritti breath, where we'll inhale for a count of four, hold it in for four, and then exhale for a count of four. This holding in can have a positive impact on your vagal tone, your nervous system, your, your autonomic nervous system, and your vagus nerve, right? Side benefit. So left hand on your heart, right hand on your abdomen. First, let's take a cleansing breath. Inhale through your nose and exhale out your mouth. Inhale for four. Hold it in for four. Exhale out your mouth for four. Inhale for four. Hold it in for four. Exhale out your mouth. Inhale for four. Hold it in for four. Exhale out your mouth. Now turn your palms up with your elbows right in alongside your hips. This is called Hasta Mudra, Hasta Mudra. I love it. I feel like it is you're simultaneously indicating your desire to both give and receive. So now what I'd love for you to do is connect with three things you're grateful for. Three good things. Three things you're happy have crossed your path, has happened to you. Take a moment here internally, three things.
Now place your left hand on your heart and take your peace fingers, peace, take your peace fingers and place them right at Anya Chakra, third eye center. Third eye center associated with insights, intuition, wisdom. With your left hand on your heart and your fingertips on your third eye center, take a moment to connect with two things you've learned in this last week and a half or so, either about yourself, your community, your family, the world. Two things you've learned. Place your hands together in front of your heart into Anjali Mudra. This mudra is a gesture of offering. So I love for us in this moment to connect with some being, one being in this whole wide world that you love. And with this gesture, offer your love back to that person. Slowly release your hands. Go ahead and shake out. So five movements of prana. Four breaths. Samavritti pranayama. Three things that we're grateful for. Two things that we've learned. One being that we love. Thank you for doing that, neighborhood. Thank you, thank you. All right, let's come down for our sit. This is the sit we've been doing each and every morning. Uh, and in our It's a Workable Day in the Neighborhood over on my Instagram page. Um, you're welcome to join us if you wanna follow me. I'm at Yogini on the Loose. And uh, we'd love to welcome you to our little collective. Um, the spirit of it is staying connected uh, so that we never feel like we're emotionally isolated or going through any of this alone. So we, I speak on behalf of all of my neighbors that have been coming every morning, uh, we'd welcome you to join us. It's 9 a.m. Um, mountain time. I'm here in Boulder, Colorado. So 9 a.m. mountain time, same time as this live. So we invite you there. Um, we have a little chat and then we do this sit. So please stay and let's do this short sit together. So place your palms down on your thighs and take a moment to become aware of your physical self. In yoga, we call this Anamaya Kosha, the layer of your consciousness that is your physical self. Notice any sensations you may be experiencing in your physical body in this moment, both pleasant and unpleasant, or anything in between. <laughs> 
Feel the weight of your palms face down on your thighs. And then root down into all those points that are in contact with the symbolic earth below you. Whatever it is that you're sitting on, feel it holding you and you responding by rooting down into that support. And then observe the opposite, the uprising, that triumphant feeling as your spine elongates upward. Rise up through the crown of your head, tops of your shoulders, even the bridge of your nose and the tops of your ears. And then witness yourself in a state of yoga, of union, both rooting and rising. One unified movement. And then bring awareness to that which is unifying those poles. The toning of your back and your abdomen. The articulation through your spine. Bring awareness to the quality of your breath today. Maybe the pranayama we did earlier had an impact. What is it? What are you noticing? What are you witnessing? How does your breath change once you begin to observe it? Now go subtler. Observe the quality of your energy today. Is it flowing freely? Is it feeling sticky? Is it feeling stuck? Are you feeling like a coagulation of energy in certain places in your body that feel like tension, contraction, resistance? Or are you flowing today like a mountain stream? Or are you somewhere in the middle? Just notice. And then turn your awareness to your thoughts. What is the nature of your thoughts today? Are you on a peak or in a valley today? Remember, thoughts are fleeting and impermanent. And when we become aware of our thoughts, we're also recognizing that we are not our thoughts. How could we be if we are aware of them? So just notice the nature of your thoughts today, their impermanence. 
and let this assessment support you making wise decisions for yourself today. Maybe you need to take extra care, be extra gentle, take more time, or maybe you channel your energy into service today, connection. become aware of the layer of your consciousness that is the observer, the one who is witnessing. We call this Vinyanamaya Kosha. This is where wisdom lies within your being. The fruits of your life experiences, the knowledge. This is also the layer of your being that doesn't ride the roller coaster, but is able to observe your body, your energy, your breath, and your mind riding that roller coaster. Know that if you are also the witness, you cannot possibly be just a body, just energy, just a thinking emotional mind. And then consider the possibility that you're even more than that. You are Atman, you are a unique soul interwoven with every other unique soul on this earth, with all beings everywhere. Become aware of the part of you that is indestructible, whose essence is bliss, a bliss that comes from a love for life, a love for the simple fact that you're alive again today and manifesting in this world, whatever that may look like. Now pan out and observe your wholeness we looked at each layer of consciousness, each kosha individually. Now step back and observe yourself as whole, the totality of your being. It is in observing this totality that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt we will rise and we will rise together 
and that this too we can use. This too we can include in our evolutionary journey. That this day is in fact workable. Let's bring our hands together in front of our hearts and offer the merits of this morning's sit and our little movement practice to all beings. Let's send these merits in particular to those who are suffering most in this moment, who may not be feeling like this is in fact workable. Let's send our truth and our power out to them first and foremost. Let's send and dedicate the merits of this practice to those whose lives we touch every day and to those we may have the privilege of touching. And finally, let's dedicate the merits of this practice to your own loving heart. Let's remember we're constantly teaching by our living example. Om Shanti Shanti. Shanti, peace, peace, peace. Thank you so much, neighbors and wanderlust friends. It was a real honor to be able to share that with you, a little glimpse into our neighborhood. I'd love to see you again. So you're welcome again to join us at, on my Instagram page. I'm doing a live every morning. 9 a.m. Mountain, that's Yogini on the Loose. My name's Gina Caputo, if you joined us a little bit later. I'm offering these morning sits as a way to ground us and give us like a ritual, uh, which some may find beneficial. And I also am creating um, fresh baked, meaning like I'm creating them right now, every day, uh, online classes that are on Vimeo, and you can get to those via my website, which is ginacaputo.com, um, and you can see them there. And like I said, these are born of the soil of this experience we're in right now, and um, I'd love for you to share in them. So thank you so much. Feel free to drop me a note if you'd like to. I'm gonna go back and read through all these comments it was a real treat to be with you neighbors. So go out and have a workable day. We're in this together. Namaste.